We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Patriots have two young quarterbacks on their roster who will have a chance to develop under Bill O'Brien in 2023. But if they're looking for a third, what will they be looking for? Belichick has typically selected quarterbacks who played in Power 5 conferences and stood taller than 6'2", and he's exclusively drafted quarterbacks who have spent at least four years in college, even if they didn't have four years of playing experience. Belichick also seems to want a 2-to-1 touchdown-to-interception ratio, a yards-per-attempt figure of 7.5 or better, a completion percentage of 60 or better, and at least 800 pass attempts under their belts. Phil Perry who does excellent draft work, excellent work in general over at NBC Sports Boston, as beginning his prototypical Patriots series, which is certainly worth following in draft season. He put the quarterbacks under a microscope where he goes through all that criteria that he just detailed and, well, tells you which quarterbacks fit, which quarterbacks don't, gives you a better idea on who the Patriots could be looking at. And it's Jones and Mego with Arcan here on WEEI. Makes Th- you wonder, just real quick, where the hell Billy Zappi came from? In the draft. Uh, it's true. Bailey Zappi is uh, outside of their uh, prototypical uh, frame. He's shorter than they'd like, for sure. Uh, we'll get back to your phone call. Outside of the conferences as well. 779-7937. Well, he played. That's true. His last year, he didn't play at a major conference either. But that's not the first time Bill's done that. No, I'm just saying. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Uh, O'Connell. He's like, you know, didn't, know, didn't always do it, but generally it's a good shorthand for it. And so Phil had an accompanying column with this that I found interesting. Uh, He writes, for more context on what Belichick has looked for at the position, it's also worth noting what he told Brown scouts back in the 90s when he was establishing his program there. And this came out a couple of years ago. Daniel Jeremiah, uh, in a tweet, put out a Cleveland scouts notes that was shared at like some coaching clinic. Jeremiah is a former, former scout. He's now a draft guru over at NFL Network. And uh, these were shared among scouts, and then Jeremiah tweeted it out. So we know all the criteria that Bill was looking for in the 90s. How much do we think this has changed? And how much should Bill have evolved when it comes to the quarterback position? We're talking about, again, like 91 to 95. Is that when he was the coach? 90 to 94, 91 to 95. I think it was. It should have evolved a little bit. The position has changed quite a bit. The From ga- 1991. Okay, well, you listen to this and ask mm-hmm. yourself how much this has changed. Number one is to make good decisions. Then, arm, size, uh, physically tough, leadership, guys look up to and have confidence in, the notes read. This is is probably how Bill was teaching it at the time with NFL Films Music. A real competitor, accurate, rather than a guy with a cannon. Emphasis on our game will be on decision, timing, and accuracy. Guy needs to be confident. Intelligence is important, but not as much so as field awareness and judgment. You can't be sloppy fundamentally unsound with ball handling. Footwork, drops, release, etc. Can't be sloppy with any of it. Quarterback has to be able to throw the ball with accuracy. So how many times do we hear decision-making accuracy? Accuracy, decision-making, blah, blah, blah. Phil writes, nothing there about athleticism or mobility. Or making the first pass rusher miss. Which is why you won't see Florida's Anthony Richardson on this list. And by the way, Anthony Richardson, 
in the mix to be the number one overall draft pick. And if you think he could go number one overall, probably want to, uh, Mego, I know you're a fan of this term, wet your beak a little bit now (laughs) before the odds increase too much. And mobile sports betting is coming to Massachusetts this Friday, March 10th, tomorrow. Before you place that first bet, you got to check out Bet. QL. BetQL gives you the best sign-up offers from each of the sports books to make your money go further. Text BET to 37937 for a link to a special page for Massachusetts sports bettors. That's BET to 37937. Message and data rates may apply. So he crosses off Anthony Richardson right then and there. He's a career 55% passer, 54.7, with a touchdown-to-interception ratio of less than two. He is not a prototypical Patriot, writes Phil. And we don't need to go on a whole Anthony Richardson... Uh, tangent, or even team feet. We don't even need to go there. How much do you think Bill has evolved in his view on quarterbacks from 1991, 1995, whatever year that was shared, his Cleveland days? How much do you think he's evolved at that spot? Because to me, it doesn't feel like much. It sounds like slightly, but also he hasn't had, as of the last two decades, a whole lot of cause to evolve. Like, he hasn't had to, you know, he, he definitely stayed in it looking at particularly Jimmy Garoppolo and who was maybe eventually going to be the um, the the heir apparent. apparent for Tom Brady. But he had the luxury of not having to be in this world and in the draft constantly looking for this in a really meaningful way. Like, hey, this guy's going to have to be play, be ready to play in the next two years. And so that luxury, it seems like, has left him a little stunted because how often do we hear about he cannot abide by turning over the ball? He cannot abide by throwing picks. It's just not his style. And it seems like that is that goes back to that list. Does it seem like he's evolved at all, Arkan? Um, no, and I think for the reasons Megan stated, on top of the fact he's old. And old guys, especially old successful guys, find something that works, and they stick with it, and they don't change for anything because it works so well for them. And I kind of get that. You get to Bill's age, and learning new tricks isn't really part of the part of the discussion, you know? I mean, I'm sorry. like that's, And I still think you can win in the NFL with a stationary quarterback who makes good decisions. I don't think that that's a crazy thing, but you also want to maybe – explore the op- the uh, the options of, of trying it another way and i don't think that that's really thought, anything that bill's interested well, in I, even even not even, sorry just n- not even delving into the mobile quarterback territory that we've been in a lot the last couple of days how about the idea that the quarterback doesn't need a cannon doesn't right? need a crazy strong arm he just needs to be able to be accurate he needs to be able to be a consistent peace shooter maybe yeah i don't look i don't need bledsoe like when i think of like cannon arm i think of like Drew Bledsoe or like, you know, Cutler or somebody like that. But what you do need is a guy who can throw on the run and a guy who can throw off platform. And I think that all ties into mobility. And I don't think Bill's been malleable at all. That's something you hear all the time. Well, Bill, Bill will change. He'll change his coaching philosophies. He'll adapt. I don't think he's adapted at the most important position on the field. And Mego, Arkan, your points are right. He didn't have to do it for a long time. Now he has to do it. Like now he's got to find the next guy anyway. And I would like to think there's been some movement at quarterback with Bill Belichick, and it just doesn't feel that way. What do you guys think? Has he evolved? Should he evolve? 617-779-7937. I want to play something here for you that will tie into the quarterback position. And, Ryan, can we uh, get Chris Curtis from this morning? Because this does tie into, well, bringing along a quarterback and the offense this year and what the Patriots are going to do and get back to their roots offensively. 
Chris Curtis shared an interesting detail this morning on the Greg Hill Show. Good morning, guys. I have a little news. I think this is a pretty good scoop. I got uh, this past week, been working on it a bit. Uh, Courtney may be uh, due an apology from the head coach of the New England Patriots because if you recall, during our Monday morning interviews, Courtney asked if Bill Belichick had spoken to Bill O'Brien about the offensive coordinator position, and he basically laughed at it, said I haven't talked to him, and I don't know how long. Well, according to the people I've spoken to in Indianapolis, Bill Belichick hired Bill O'Brien as early as November and as late as December in the second half of this Patriots season. Wow. He was hired before the season concluded to replace Patricia as the offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. Huh. Huh. Interesting. Um, so, I mean, a bit of a bombshell there from Chris. Hired, uh, you know, I, I don't know how literally he meant that word. Hired means like it's agreed to it's signed it's written it's set in stone you, you have a contract that feels a, a little strong to me i'm not saying it's impossible but like the idea that they had at least a handshake agreement with bill belichick uh sorry bill o'brien in the middle of last season i don't find that crazy i i find that i find that plausible i don't know who curtis's source is i would say it contradicts everything i've heard Okay. In terms of how last so, season went. With so you're Bill reporting Bryan. differently. I'm not reporting anything. I'm you're just, just you're, saying. You're hearing differently. I'm saying I've heard nearly the opposite. That there was not, you know, of course these two have history together, Bill O'Brien and uh, Bill Belichick. And I think it was uh, it was obvious to everyone that Bill O'Brien wanted to come back to New England. And that, that this was the natural landing spot for him. And that there was this huge area of need but Bill O'Brien had a contract in place with Nick Saban, who's one of Bill Belichick's best friends. Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised. O'Brien wants to get back to the NFL. He wanted to get away from Alabama. Uh, there might be a way to do this behind Nick Saban's back, which if Saban ever found out about it, then maybe you're crossing Nick Saban. But I, I think Bill's desperate, meaning Bill Belichick. He should be desperate. you got to get things figured out this year. We talk about a make-or-break year for Mac Jones. It's a make-or-break year for Bill. In my estimation, he should have been on the hot seat last year. He's lucky to survive it. He's back on it this year. So he's desperate. He wanted to get his ducks in a row. And didn't we hear late last year that Patricia was being phased out and Judge were being phased out and Bill was being more hands-on? Yeah, the Herald reported that. That does align with, again, Look, lining, there's, there's lining things up people, for next season. There's a lot of people putting information out there right now, and especially around the Combine. We all know Combine is gossip central. So I'm not saying Nine that... Nine truly is deep, as Tom Kerr put that, it. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying that there aren't people close to the situation who are saying this, and maybe it is true. It's just... Very contradictory to anything that I've heard on in that landscape. It's interesting. Hired. He said hired. Hired, hired is probably not not. If he well. was hired, that implies that he was the offensive coordinator for the second half well, of the year. Sure. And I didn't see him there. So. Hired means he's on the payroll. That yeah. feels a little strong. But like November. Mm-hmm. A, a, well, he said December. This November or December. A handshake agreement, an agreement in place or in principle between the two bills, O'Brien and Belichick. I find that plausible. What do you guys I think? I don't even know if there was contact. I know, I know Bill, Bill Belichick said that in the morning show interview, and they don't believe him. I just, it, 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 I have no idea who Chris Curtis' source is. It's just not what I've heard. Okay. Well, I, I find that to be plausible. Bill needed to, to, to write the ship after last year. 617-779-7937. What do we make guys. of it? We'll continue expanding on it. And, uh, well, I do think there was big news in the coaching world yesterday that is a cautionary tale for your head coach of the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick. We'll get to it next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? 
Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.